Defenders, Defenders. welcome to our very first Facebook Live interview. Um, before we get started, first and foremost, I want to thank you all for being part of the group. I appreciate the engagement and discussions that's been going on the past month and a half, uh, two months we've been up. Uh, my main goal, uh, for some of you guys who have been wondering, my main goal for this group is to be the number one resource for all the active duty and veterans in the health and fitness community, whether that be CrossFit, bodybuilding, strongman, uh, obstacle course race, you name it. My mission is to provide you guys with the support and resources you know, you guys need to help you crush your goals. Uh, so if you guys know of any other veterans, uh, active duty members or in the fitness community that are looking for that support, the guidance or resources that they need, whether it be in the fitness business or just, you know, fitness in general, uh, I would appreciate if, uh, if you can share and tell them about the group that I know will be of benefit to them. All right. So with that being said, thank you guys again for joining us here. Um, welcome um, to the Defender Facebook Live. We're going to talk about fitness and business with veterans in the industry, their highs and lows, what led them to their passion, and how their service helped them get to where they are today. All right. I'm your host, Raiden Dionisio. And today, we are joined by Curtis Romano. Uh, Curtis Romano is a USMC veteran who is now a, um, a CrossFit level two trainer and uh, owner of CrossFit Axon. So uh, Curtis, welcome, uh, welcome to the uh, live. And uh, can you uh, go ahead and make an introduction? Yeah, hey, thanks, Raiden. Uh, my name is Curtis. We have a, uh, me and my wife, we own a gym called CrossFit Axon out in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've been open since 2014. Um, before even getting involved in CrossFit, I've definitely been a constant student of strength conditioning principles and I've just loved exercise ever since growing up all the way until preparing to join the military and then on. So I'm definitely awesome. proud to be on this, uh, this broadcast. Well, like I said, thank you for uh, for joining us. Um, so, Curtis, my uh, this this my first question to you is: uh, When did you uh, serve, and what was your biggest uh, takeaway from your time in service? I was in the Marine Corps from uh, two thousand two until two thousand seven. I think my biggest takeaway, hmm, man, that's a lot. Uh, that's a pretty loaded question. Biggest thing I learned was how to how to just really work together as a team, and just how important that can be. Um, just in various aspects of it. And, and also there's a lot of takeaway that I think people undermine of things that you learn in the military that have a huge carryover into the civilian sector. And some people just don't know how to apply it on the paper or apply it to their lives um, once they get out. So just really being able to determine um, a clear set of goals while I was in that I was able to use when I got out. Excellent. So you said uh, 2002 to 2006? Seven. I was in for oh, seven. Where were you uh, stationed at, brother? I was mostly Lejeune, but in, I was in the infantry battalion, and uh, I went to Afghanistan in 04, and then I went okay. to Iraq. I did a deployment in Iraq from 05 to 06, and then another deployment to Iraq in 07. 
Okay. Um, I spent my uh, my first three years with uh, first battalion, seventh Marines, and in Point Nine Palms. <laughs> Palms, man, you gotta love yeah. it. I don't know if you've ever been there for uh, for training, oh, yeah. but yeah, I did three caxes out there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there's nothing much out there but the sand and dirt. <laughs> no, but uh, um, so I appreciate you uh, sharing your um your experience in the service. Um, for any of those that are maybe wanting to serve, what would your message be to those uh to those uh, people, and uh, what can you say to the people that are still serving now? Um, for those that want to serve, I would say look at what your goals are. Look at what you want to do. Be honest with yourself with your goals um, and really uh, play to your strengths very well. You know, let's say if you wanted to get into some kind of combat arms, make sure that you um, stay physically fit and really challenge yourself with critical skills or, or um, stressful scenarios of thinking on your feet. You know, but if you want to have that, you know, you if you want to get involved in being a combat cameraman, make sure you study up and research about, you know, videography and photography and learn those skill sets before going in to get you ahead for those pros and cons. And, and um, you know, definitely you just want to overall stay healthy and physically fit for those still in now. Um, I say, look at what you want to do if you're planning to get out. Come up with a goal now. I know so many dudes that got out and they, they were just lost. They just didn't know what to do with themselves. They ended up back home doing the same jobs that their mom and dads were doing back home. That's not really what they wanted to do, but they just, you know, you're in an environment right now where it's very goal oriented. And then when you get out and you don't have any specific goals, um, you, you end up feeling lost or just feeling like there's nothing going on for you. So really figure out what you want to do. when If you get out in your first enlistment, you're going to, You'll be working for another 35 years of your life. Like, don't do something you hate. And if you're sticking in for the long haul, if you're staying in for 20, you still got another 20 years when you get out, you know, of work to do. So find find your passion, find something you love. And uh, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, or even if you're going to be in for 30 years, life's not over after the military. Yeah. Hey, that's an excellent point uh, that you brought up there, uh, brother. Um, some people you know, they don't really think of the long-term instead think of the short-term, right? Um, some people that are, that are in now that might be, you know, not in the best conditions where they're at uh, station or, you know, duty, duty-wise. And all they can talk about is, you know, uh, F this, F that. I don't yep. want to deal with this anymore and I want to get out. And, you know, they find out when they get out, um, when they don't have that plan set in place, it's a lot harder Um you know, than they thought it was going to be right. And there's no excuses for it now because the internet is at everyone's fingertips. You have access to free education through things like broadcasts and webinars or YouTube or Google and figure out you have time while you're in some sucky duty station to figure out what you're going to love doing. Excellent. So since we're talking about the, uh, you know, transitioning, transitioning out of the uh the military let's let's go let's talk about your transition out of the uh the marine corps um how was your experience and what led you to you know what you're doing now today as a crossfit owner and a trainer so when i got out i was still on terminal leave and i applied to be a security contractor and i did that i lived in afghanistan for six years uh doing security contract work um through two different contracts um 
and so that was good. Um, was putting a, putting a good money putting a good amount of money away, and I trained a lot. And that's what I actually started getting into powerlifting um, after the Marine Corps. And I was following a program called Five Three One by by John Win, by uh, Windler, um, Jim Windler, and um, I pretty much got bored of that. You know, just focusing on my squats, my deadlift, and my bench. I think had I discovered uh, the conjugate method at the time with Westside Barbell, I probably would have stuck with powerlifting. I just got bored. Um, just focusing on three lifts. I wanted something different. And I put on a good amount of size for I have a really small frame. I put on a good amount of size for my frame and like just got tired all the time. So I knew I wanted to switch over to something that involved more aerobic capacity, uh, but still wanted to maintain my strength. And that's when I started doing CrossFit football, um, which was a good happy medium for what I wanted and what, what I was doing at the time with my job. Um, after that, my last contract uh, doing PSD work, I just got, you know, it was good, but it wasn't going to last forever. Hey, um, it was good. It wasn't going to last forever. And I knew that. So as a result, I um, started looking for other things. I really started looking at, you know, I really wanted a family and me and my, my now my wife, my girlfriend at the time, we were talking, you know, about what we wanted with our lives. You know, she had a good background involving physical fitness. Um, my parents owned businesses growing up, and we really wanted to implement something that that would be a great environment to raise a family in, and we wanted to be surrounded by other families at the same time. So that was really important to me. That led to my transition um, for me and my wife to open up our facility. Uh, I think that's a, another great point. Uh, I think what most people uh, what uh, CrossFit attracts is, you know, the sense of community, the sense of uh, brotherhood, right? That, yeah. you know, some veterans and, you know, that were kind of missing when, when they, when they left the, uh, the service. So um, let's talk about your, your time in, in the Marine Corps. How did that help you with your, with your, with your current business and your passion right now? Um. I would say just being very goal driven and goal oriented and very um, I didn't do a very good job this with this interview, um, but just being very punctual um, is really important to me. Um, but just having those, that clear directive, but you got to be able to, when you're in the civilian world, there's no commanding officer giving you those, that five paragraph order. You have to create that yourself and figure out, you know, what you have to do. And then that's the nice thing about the military is all those op orders and mission planning, um, you know, acronyms are very applicable to the civilian sector. And as long as you use those to make a clear goal for what you want to do, um, really makes a big benefit once you get out. Excellent. So, Let's 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 go over um, time frame here. You say you got out in 2007, and yeah. then you did some uh, contracting work, correct? Right. And then uh, from there, you uh, you got into uh, powerlifting, and you, you say you did some CrossFit football. Yep. Now, how how did you end up, you know, owning or becoming uh, a trainer, and you know, owning your own CrossFit box? So, at the time. Um, before I met my wife, Carrie Ann, we, um, 
I was just going to a local when I was home in the States, I was only home three months a year. So when I did come home, I'd go to this other gym. Um, so the CrossFit gym down the road, and I'm still good friends with the owner. I, I would go work out there and, um, I was like, you know what, this, sound, this looks like a really good business plan. I think I would really like to invest in, in a CrossFit facility. But I really wanted to just be a hidden investor. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go take my level one just to get an idea of what they learn. And so that's pretty much what I did. I went and um, it's like $1,000 to go take your level one. Yeah, I, they do give a military discount, but I didn't, I didn't even apply for it. Um, I just didn't even think about it. So I signed up for my next level one that I would be home for. I got the manual. I read it like twice. Um, you know, I think reading other strength conditioning manuals, a lot of good carryover stuff. Um, you know, I think the level one is focused a lot more on movement than what you're going to see out of. Whereas a lot of other manuals, you're going to they it's almost like they expect you to know how to move. Um, but so I went and took the level one and took the test and passed. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, and at the time I was asking other trainers in the area, Hey, I would love to open up a gym for you and financially back you. And, um, none of them really wanted to do it. And I think a lot of it just people are afraid of the unknown. And so that's what led to saying, okay. Um, and then, uh, last, when I was contracting my last year, I was stationed in Bagram, um, air force base. And there's a CrossFit gym there called CrossFit Vultures. And I used to, I went there and I just said, hey, I want to, uh, I want to coach, you know, just to get some volunteer time, just to really apply what, what I think are great strength conditioning principles. And so I started coaching there um, for their 7 p.m. class. And the coaches, it's all volunteer. The coaches get to write their own workouts, which is exactly what I wanted because I thought, you know, some other trainers were doing things differently than what I want. Um, so that really taught me a lot about time management in the class, um, room management, because, you know, you only have so much space available. At, I don't know if anyone's ever been to CrossFit Vultures, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's not ideal for uh, a regular CrossFit facility. Um, so just I learned a lot about how to apply those factors. Um, and that's when it really just sunk in. Like I remember one day I got done coaching the class. And I was like, I could do this forever. Like I love this. Like I would look forward to doing that, waking up every day and going to go coach. And so that's, was a good idea. Okay. Like, and Carrie Ann was on board. And so that's when I was like, let's do it. So from there, you guys opened up your own, um, your own CrossFit box. Yeah. We were, we were planning to open up a little later than we did. We ran into some issues with the company I was working for. They, um, they got kicked out of Iraq or uh, Afghanistan at the time. So we lost our contract. Like, I was planning to do like another six months there. Um, so we had kind of had to rush into it um, at full force. Um, either that or we wait a whole nother year and I start contracting again, because typically you're not going to be able to quit within six months. Um, so we had jumped straight into it and um, got things rolling. Wow. That's awesome, bro. So you said you kind of uh, rushed into, or you were kind of forced into, um, getting this uh business started early um yeah there's a whole as as you know um there's a whole lot of things that goes on with with starting the business um so can you tell us like what was your worst moment so far um, in, um yeah start? i mean opening up in that location uh, worst moment we it was opening up in that location i wish i waited six months 
to open up where we are now because six months, the spot we're at now um, is in a better location. You know, where we were, the rent was crazy high. It was in a retail spot, which really doesn't benefit you. You know, the space was small. We've increased our size. We've increased our size. We've doubled our size and we're paying half the rent where we're at now. So I think I wish because six months after we moved in there, this spot where we're at now was open. And I remember looking at it on the loop net, be like, man, I would love to have a space like that. That was that would be sweet. But we were smart enough to only sign a two year lease and say, you know what? Okay, now it's time to, you know, at the end of that two years, the spot opened up again. And we're like, let's let's jump on that. And there's other little mistakes, you know. You know, you learn later on that most people don't care if you have the fanciest equipment or not. People just want to go there and train, and most people aren't that worried about it. You know, um, you know, you're doing some quality stuff, but you don't need um, everything. Doesn't need to be what's on the CrossFit Games. You know, they people want to go there. You know, most people don't know the difference between Rogue or Penlay or X training equipment or or Sorenex. You know, or get rx you know most of your average people and average people doing crossfit um they're not going to notice the difference yeah that's that's the uh that's a great point uh, that you brought up right there is um you know when people go to the gym right they they're more of trying to get their results that they want right like they're most people don't really care like you said um what they're working with as long as they get the results that they need hey i think they're happy with it and uh, that goes along with the community as well. You know, if you guys are um, doing your part with uh, serving the clients and um, they're happy, then, you know, so be it, right? Yep. Now, uh, now we talked about your worst moment so far in your business. Uh, what was the best moment so far? Or what has been the best moment so far? Um, I would say either getting into getting into this space, I would say has been the best moment so far in terms of the business. Um, yeah, that's been really good. Um, honestly, getting involved with the Vetpreneur Tribe has been really good, learning a whole lot about there. Figuring out, you know, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of other smaller victories. Honestly, really learning that, um, you know, starting learning – I've recently I've been getting into audiobooks and that's been huge. A lot of big a lot of benefits out of there as well. I hate reading. I feel like just sitting down reading a book is a waste of my time and I hate wasting my time. Yeah. So I feel like discovering audiobooks have been really great for me to maximize my time. I can listen to an audiobook, I can eat, and I'm taking notes. So you know, I, I can accomplish a lot more at one time. And that makes me feel more accomplished out of that. So that, I mean, that's a really small victory, but it's a big one uh, for us. Audiobooks and podcasts, man. That's, uh, I've been big on both of those. Like you yeah. said, uh, sometimes we can't find the, you know, the time to sit down and actually read a book. So audiobooks have been, uh, been a big help to, uh, you know, self-development and leadership, uh, stuff like that. Um, hey, and shout out to the, uh, any vet any uh, members in the vetpreneur tribe here <laughs> awesome, yeah, awesome group man um like like you i've been uh i've benefit benefited from uh all the veterans who are kicking kicking butt in uh in their business in there so yeah they are all right curtis so we have uh we might have some viewers or listeners who 
who are maybe uh, in a situation where they're wanting to or looking into, you know, maybe starting their own uh, CrossFit box or becoming a CrossFit level one, level two uh, trainer. What uh, what piece of uh, advice would you uh, would you give them? Yeah, um, a good athlete doesn't make a good coach. Okay, a good coach doesn't make a good owner. Okay, so you don't have to be the best. Like, you know, there's a reason Matt Frazier is not is not a CrossFit trainer. You know, there's a reason Big Ben Bergeron, who coaches Matt Frazier, is not the world's fittest man. You know, um, so think. Let's say if you want to become a level one trainer or or get a certified personal trainer, you don't have to be the greatest, most in shape dude, but you need to know how to move. You need to know, you need to know how to be able to cue other athletes to move and move efficiently. You know, I've seen I know guys that are great athletes um, within the local area, but in terms of coaching cues and getting people to understand how to move, you know, is something they they struggle with. You know, just because you can move well as an athlete doesn't mean you're going to be able to get someone else to do that. So as a coach, you need to be able to be able to present things differently to different members on how they can move effectively and safely and improve their, their capacity in whichever way they, they, they want to reach their goals. To be a good owner is not coaching every single hour of the day. You know, you got to be able to, and this is something I'm still working on and still learning is more working more in the business, uh, correction, working more on the business and not in the business, getting to the point where I'm more working behind the scenes, less coaching, um, and getting to that place where things are more automized and systemized where they're working on their own. And then that creates a better work-life balance for me and, and my wife. And that's going to create a better revenue balance as well coming into the facility. That's that's a great uh, piece of advice there, brother. Uh, excellent, man. Um, so if you guys are out there uh, watching, make sure you guys give us a like. Uh, I love uh, share this uh, this interview. Uh, Curtis Romano, um, USMC veteran, CrossFit level two owner, owner of uh, CrossFit uh, Axon dropping some uh some good advice here um so curtis uh coming up on the last portion of our interview here can you tell us uh an internet resource that some of our listeners and viewers can use to assist them in their in their fitness goals uh yeah man i really like um i'll shout off a few i would say power athlete which is run by john wellborn really great source uh wealth of information um Look at either Renaissance periodization or precision nutrition for nutrition stuff. Um, CrossFit, the CrossFit Journal puts out some really good information too. Um, Juggernaut Training Systems puts out a lot of good stuff. Um, Mobility Wad puts out put out some good stuff to help keep your body nice and healthy. I think those are there's some pretty good starting points. Um, trying to think what else would be a really good one. Juggernaut. Um, and yeah, I think the, you know, your juggernaut is going to hit a lot of your strong man. It's going to hit your Olympic weightlifting, your powerlifting. If they don't hit strong man up, then I would hit a hybrid athlete or, um, lift big, eat big, your nutrition stuff, precision nutrition, um, Renaissance periodization. And then for your CrossFit, CrossFit journal, if you're doing any specific sports training, 
power athlete will be huge um, for for a lot of your power-based sports, football, baseball, things like that. John Wellborn's a wealth of information. Um, yeah, th- th- those would be if you do any triathlons, I will hit up aerobiccapacity.com with Chris Hinshaw or even marathons, half marathons, you know, endurance-based training, things like that. OCR guys, I don't have a whole lot for you. Um, I think I think CrossFit Journal hits good good amount. Check out some mountain climbing stuff and some other. I'm sure there's some other good OCR information out there that I, I've not tapped into yet. Awesome. awesome. That's excellent. That's, like, that's a whole lot of uh, uh, information and resources for our listeners. Uh, so I appreciate that. And uh, Mobility Wide, definitely check that out. Uh, I've used that many times in the past and uh, d- definitely a good, great resource. Um, all right. So coming up on the, the last portion here, we're going to go over uh, some five questions in regards to your fitness, Curtis. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So what is your favorite workout? Uh, favorite workout, man. Um, I would say Volkswagen. It is 21, 15, nine, a bench press at your body weight and then pull-ups. You could either do, you can do them strict or you can do them kipping. And I would, if you can test both of them, but it's a good push pull workout that, or there is a the clean ladder from the CrossFit games uh, a couple years ago, but I'm not as strong as those dudes, so just scale the weight to what you can do. I did, I did the women's weight uh, from the CrossFit Games, and I would have placed like uh, 15th, so I'd be like a really pretty decent CrossFit Games female athlete. <laughs> <laughs> those women are insane. Um, Yo, the, that one's a lot of fun too. Yeah, they're beasts, man. Uh, there's nothing wrong with going scale because uh, <laughs> as long as you're doing it right. That's right. That's right. No, but a good, good clean ladder. Um, like the one from the games a couple years ago was, was definitely a lot of fun. Um, yep. All right. So uh, going over your favorite, what's your least favorite workout? Um, really don't have any. I would say, I guess if I had to pick one, it'd be Karen 150 wall balls. I'm five foot eight. And so maybe five, <laughs> seven and a half. And just, it's a long way to throw that ball up there, man. Um, yeah. Pretty short guy. Uh, that or five yeah, k run, you know, don't have that distance in me. I used to be a sub eighteen three miler, but not anymore. All right. So, uh, if you had to choose one person, who would you want to train with, and why? John Wellborn. The dude is uh, super smart. He can give you information. And not only is he smart, I mean, he used to play in the NFL. I think he's a linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs or defensive lineman, but just a beast of a man, so super strong, but just conversing with him while training. I mean, he can give you wealth of information from um, rehabbing your knee and, and other strength conditioning principles for that to, you know, what do you do with a 12-year-old? How do you train a 12-year-old up? And, you know, he's made tons of mistakes um, within his strength conditioning career playing professional football that uh, man, that guy, and he's trained with, and he's also trained with some of the best. He's trained with Louis Simmons from, from Westside Barbell, and he's trained with a lot of the top trainers uh, from CrossFit, other CrossFit facilities. The dude is super smart, um, and he's not your one size fits all um, approach. So, yeah, he would be a lot of fun to train with. Say that name one more time. John Wellborn. He runs Power Athlete. Okay. 
All right, next next question. Recommend a book for our viewers and listeners to read. Uh, for I would say for gym owners or potential gym owners, check out Pumpkin Plan. Um, I would say for coaches, I would say a, a, I think one of my favorites was Olympic weightlifting for sports. So it's not – there's the sport of Olympic weightlifting, which is just your clean, your jerk, your, your split jerk and snatch. Um, but then there's, okay, how do you apply Olympic weightlifting for other forms of athletic training? And that's a great book, real easy to read. I think it was written by Greg Everett um, from Catalyst Athletics, another good resource for Olympic weightlifting. Um, and then I would say if you're just – learning to exercise and learning to work out, I would honestly say um, 531 by Jim Wendler is a great basic strength protocol. Uh, easy to learn, easy to apply. Um, a lot of good information on there. Excellent. And um, last question here. Tell us your favorite quote and uh, why. Oh, my favorite quote and why. Man, hmm. yeah, you know, I, I think I, I think I might miss that one. Uh, favorite quote? I got a lot. I don't know. Um, let me see. Let me. I have to pull this one up here. Let me see. Actually, you know, I'll tell us. Um, this needs to be our favorite quote. But um, let's see, if I still have it written down. Um. I need to memorize it because it's actually our. Um, I'll pull it right up. It's our. Um, it's our Jim's one-liner, so it should be our favorite quote. <laughs> I, I need to memorize it. Um, that's pretty bad. Um, let's see. Where's Where's your gym located at, by the way? We're in Charlotte, North Carolina, on the east side of Charlotte. Okay. Uh, okay. CrossFit Action is dedicated to improving health and fitness with a family-focused community. That is my favorite quote, and that needs to be my favorite quote. Um, i got to work on memorizing that. Uh, outside of that, um, the, the other ones I got are, are a little political-leaning, so not so much uh, fitness-related. But, yep, that is it, man. Excellent. So uh, finally, uh, Curtis, where can our members, our, our viewers, listeners, where can they be able to uh, reach you at? Uh, admin at CrossFitAxon.com. And, uh, you know, yep. Okay. And uh, lastly, uh, you've been a great guest here, brother. Um, what can I or our listeners do for you and help you out with your fitness or your business? Man, I don't know. I think I think you have a, we have a really good community in the uh, Defender Fitness Alliance. Um, man, just just keep keep putting in information. Everyone, just keep keep getting involved in it. And I think I'm pretty excited to see what it's going to come out of it. You know, beyond just uh, right now, there's you know seems like there's about ten people talking, but I think more people need to engage. And I think there's a lot of potential. I think the more people engage, the more we can learn from each other and uh, exchange yeah. ideas. That's excellent, brother. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. And um, once again, thank you for uh, for joining us, Curtis. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy uh, teaching uh, 
teaching down there in Charlotte. So uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time and being part of this uh, interview. No worries, brother, man. Um, I mean, next I got to go to Boy Scouts in a little bit. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, uh, take it easy Um, for everyone uh, watching. uh, I thank you guys for, for tuning in and I appreciate a like comment and share this video. Thank you all for uh, listening and uh, I'll see y'all next time. So God bless. All right, Brandon, have a good one. You too.